Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, Jason gets fired, the con is on for Michael, and dear sweet mama, can we get Peter August out of that cabin? The GH Report starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV! And now, let the buzz begin! I know, here comes that music! There's only one thing going on right in this room, and that is the GH Report. Welcome, everybody. We're breaking down the latest happenings in Port Charles, and we have a very special guest. You may know him. You may love him. Uh, we, we actually, if you don't love him, please please talk to Carla about that. She'll, wow. She'll give you a good... Uh, and now I'm going to punch you in your throat, boy. We're going to let him introduce himself in the way that only he can. I am one of your hosts, Frank Moran. And I'm back, bitches. It's James Lott, Jr., like, how do you follow that up? <laughs> I'm your girl, Carla Renata. Nice to see y'all this happy Sunday. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And of course, hop in the chat. Carla's got it up and running on her uh, on her little mini computer right there. Just a little Are you 100 computer. years old? What's going right. on? A little mini... A little computer. device. This little thing where you, uh, with things, you put things in the air and it takes things down and it puts them on the screen first. I swear, if y'all clown me some more today, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. Uh, and we're going to dive into everything first. But you know what? Uh, James Lott Jr., when he decides he wants to be here in person, you know, sometimes the chat is not enough for him. He wants to be up close and personal so he can be right in your face. He's got something to say. We're going to let him kick it off. Oh my God. He got some stuff to say. Like, this is really quick. It actually is kind of serious. Um, this week, as many of you guys know, I lost two members of my family in the same day. My nephew, Seth, and my co-grandfather, uh, Jerry, both unexpected and both young. And you guys were there for me. Thank you so much for the, the, phone, the, the, the tweets. <laughs> And the private messages and the Facebook messages. I know it's not like a broken record because I've, I've been had so much death in the last two years. But once again, you guys show up. And the GH Report family is just so wonderful. And they just show up. We're like a family here. And we, you know, we talk about a, sh- a TV show that we love. But you guys have always rallied around me. And it helped me get out of bed every day this week as I've been going through it with my family. So thank you. Aw, that is so nice so to sweet. hear. I just want to say that. So, seriously, they, they just, they just, they, I'm not even on their show anymore, and you guys still message me when they heard what happened. They messaged me. So Aww, was really that nice. was sweet. Yeah, that, that was very nice. And that's why I'm here today, because I've been on the whole soap block, because you guys are so great to me, and this makes me laugh. I can have a good, <laughs> I've had a bad week, so I can actually have some fun uh, when I'm here. Well, you may not be here every week. You are never far from any of our thoughts. Thank you. No, Jesus. but you know what is, what isn't far on their thoughts either? Is they talk about, I cut my hair. No, child, I am a black woman. <laughs> so, you know, we wear wigs, and I just switch it up every once in a while, but I'm glad y'all like it. Okay, continue, Frank. No, they right. like it. They like it. I know. Mm-hmm. They love it. Uh, wig right here, too, folks. <laughs> You're welcome. Frank, Frank. Surprise. Frank, I swear. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come for me, Carla. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, let's just jump into it. Somebody that uh, is looking for somebody to be there for them, and that is our esteemed Peter August, who again, for yet another week, has spent being locked up. Inside that dumb, dumb cabin. 
<laughs> this storyline is the pits. James Light Jr., uh, Carla and I, we, we were getting tired, tired yes. of this. You, somebody that's just, you know, occasionally stop in the chat. Yes. How are you feeling about this storyline? It needs to either really ramp up or be over. I love me some Liesl Ulbricht in there doing all kinds of stuff to him, but it needs to be more, some movement needs to happen. Like, it's just, you're right, it's just, I'm just over this, just him laying in there and screaming out names, and I'm just, I'm ready for it to either just go to the next level or get him out of the cabin. That's but we got a, a nice chance to see her really dive into that pulled pork sandwich. That was great. <laughs> goodness, we, we spent quality steam time on that. Also, thank you, ABC Commissary. No. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I just, wow. I just, I'm just over it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of over. I'm kind of over the cabin thing too. Was, at first, I was excited. And it was kind of fun, and the whole Nina thing. I, I like that. But now it needs to either be either cut off his hand or get him out of there. Uh-uh, why are you trying to? I'm like, do something drastic. <laughs> Why are you trying to have it with one hand? Come hug me a hook. <laughs> I can't. It's like, just, just do something. Something drag. Just do something. Well, I feel like GH will fall into these pits sometimes where they will come up with a really cool twist on a story, yeah. and then they prolong it so long that you all of a sudden lose any enthusiasm you have. I agree. That. I agree. I, I just feel like I was all... Remember, because when it first started, I was like, oh, I'm digging this whole misery mm-hmm. storyline thing, action. I was all about it. And then it just became more and more ridiculous as the days went on. I agree. And I'm just like... Yeah. And if we if we actually get to the point where, as Liesl said, uh, you know what? I want you to dictate your new book. Mm-hmm. And I'll write it and add my own flourishes. And if I like it, then I'll keep you alive. Like, please don't let us. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I don't want to see any of these scenes. I'm all, that was a dumb idea. <laughs> yes. I actually agree with them. Like, that was a dumb I'm like, no, we need to go that direction. <laughs> But this is the thing that this is the thing that I kind of want to see play out. Like, what's going to happen with Nina now? Now that she's basically an accomplice. Very <laughs> like, true. What's going to happen with Nina? And then for a split second, can we just talk about for a split second? I thought that Maxie actually was in that cabin. Oh, oh come on! I did for a split second. <laughs> I said a split second. I didn't say the whole daggone episode. But for a split second, I thought she was there until they cut to the party. I was like, oh, oh wait a minute now. I was like, uh-oh, hold on, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> Carla, come on, you fell for that? I did. Oh. I hate to admit it, but I did. I was Absolutely. like, what's happening? I don't understand. Well, two things, as you mentioned with Nina. I mean, we get Valentine's getting suspicious as well, and he's making some calls as well. And then we also see, as they go there for Max's birthday party in Charlie's Pub, which is becoming just the new hot spot. Uh, I know. You know, poor Mac. Let's get on the floating. I know. Come on, guys. We have ribs there. Come on. <laughs> but we see. You did plenty. not just say we have ribs. That there. sounds good to you right now. True. Some ribs. I cannot. Give me some Woody's or some mm, some ribs right now. Some Phillips barbecue. That sounds good right now. That's right. That's the new slogan for a floating rib. We got ribs. We got ribs. We got ribs. Maybe we should have skipped Sunday before the Fourth of July. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are like ooh food ribs. I know. I'm like mm, that sounds good to me. <laughs> what but, the hell? But James says that, though, and it makes me think of, like, a really bad local access commercial where it's Mac with ribs. Yes. Outside of the <laughs> we got <laughs> ribs. No, I'm John J. York. We love That's you. That's right. And the dumb puppet of his. Uh... Oh, my Mr. Mumbles. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It sounds, like, it sounds like Fresh Off the Boat. Remember when they had oh, yes. that, that restaurant? Yes, they Fresh did. Fresh Off the Boat. And yes. They were bringing in cowboys and all kinds of oh, stuff yeah. to make it work. It was funny. That's true. Great. ABC even, show. Oh, even the puppet would have, like, a little barbecue sauce yes. around his face. It would be great. Mm-hmm. But, no, you're right. It's like Charlie's Pub is now the set right now, apparently. Oh, yes. Everybody has something there. So we do the uh, – we got the baby shower going on, and plenty of cutaways. I don't know if you guys – 
could tell, but I think Sam is on to the two of them. <laughs> you mean the background actor who plays Sam? Okay, who's back there always staring? First of all, I've said this many a time. I love that when something like that happens, somebody's always lurking in the background. Oh, yeah. And this time it was San, San, Sam <laughs> lurking through the, the window pane mm-hmm. at them as they were outside the restaurant yes. talking. I'm like, what the hell mm-hmm. is happening in this moment? And I'm like, is she going to go out there and say something or is she just going to keep eating? Dropping, and could she actually hear them, or she just saw that they look suspicious? <laughs> like I just want to know. Mm-hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's on the case. She is. Uh, I figure. I mean, the the the, the one part of the difficult part of that is that it seems like Julian, as she overhears, like, oh yeah, ran into Obergott in the woods, but it requires Sam actually sucking it up and talking to Julian for a moment. Is she willing to do that to get that information she needs if she thinks that they know where Peter August is? I thought she was going to go and walk over and talk to him. I suck it and walk over yeah. and talk to him and say, okay, so you were in the cabin and you heard scream. Like I was, and she didn't do it. Of course, we had to because we have to drag the storyline out some more. I know. I was reading online that it's going to go until September. So I read that, that too. Be, and I no, was really? like, no, oh, I didn't read I that. I did. Oh. Until I read, September. I read that it was going to go for a minute. And I'm just oh. like, for real though? Really? Oh. Or maybe it was another storyline, but I read that one of them storylines, one of them that we do not like, and I'm assuming is that one, is going to go <laughs> <laughs> is gonna go for a minute. there's several storylines. Like, like several. Well, one storyline that is not going to be around for much longer, it's starting to get started, it's way towards wrapping up. And that is the Nell storyline. So yes. happy. So she's going to be leaving the show, uh, moving on to other opportunities. So uh, there has been that kind of, hopefully by August, that the storyline will kind of reach a resolution. Uh, but as we make our way towards that, how do you guys feel about the storyline as it stands so far? Okay, so number one, <laughs> Chloe and I are buddies. I've had her on my podcast several times. I like her as an actress. I like her. So I just make sure. I'm going to make clear disclosure. I'm very transparent. We always love the actors. Yeah. I'm going to be very transparent. I like her, and I think she'll do fine wherever she goes. Um, but I did. I, a lot of people didn't like her. I liked her on General Hospital. I thought every place, everybody needs a bad girl, and she was a bad girl. She was giving Carly and Bobby a dose of their own medicine. I liked it. I like that Michael is getting smarter finally, and he's on to her. This part of the storyline, I like it. I was like, this is good. There's a cat and mouse thing going on. The whole chase thing, knowing Janelle. You know, anytime he calls her Janelle, I love it. Like, that part, I mean, there's there's room for her on the show if she wanted to stay. I mean, I, I liked her on there. So, for me, maybe it's not popular opinion, I'm a little upset that she's leaving the show. I liked her character. I mean, they certainly put her into a, a corner where it would be interesting to see what she what she could do to get herself out of it, mm-hmm. or how they could possibly work on rehabilitating that character. Mm-hmm. Much there like they did with Carly. No, there is no rehabilitation for Nell. There is no. It did Julian, Sunny, there are Carly, certain, there are certain Bobby. Char- there are certain characters that there is no rehabilitation for, and Nell would be one of them. I like you. I love the young lady that plays her, Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe, Chloe, I love Chloe. I've said that numerous times on this on this show. I've said it numerous times that I love her as an actress. I think that if she weren't doing her job, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about how much That's we hate true. her. That's part is so true. That part is true. So I love her as an actress, but I just hate the way that that character was developed. It, it's annoying to me. It's, uh, I mean, that is one thing with soap operas where they will set up uh, somebody that <laughs> is to be a villain, and you've got to watch a while while they get away with everything, and then finally it comes to the point where. Tables are turned and they get their comeuppance, and it gets more satisfying. But there's that, again, much like uh, you know, with the other storylines we talked about. If you drag it out too long, you start to lose. You get a little frustrated and impatient. So even now, we're starting to see the table start to turn. 
which is great. It's just like, man, it took so long to get here. You know what I want to ask y'all? Do you think that our impatience with the storylines as viewers and fans of the show comes as a result of the way the world manipulates now? You know, we have social media and the internet, and we watch things in the blink of an eye, and we just get bored very quickly. Do you think that that's why our attention span when it comes to the storylines is kind of like womp womp? Because back in the day, we didn't have all this technology, and they, child, they would drag a storyline out for months. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so I'll answer your question in the way that I... Um, back in the day, uh, Young and the Restless was known for taking forever in their storylines. And you just said, and they got a lot of flack for it back then. Mm-hmm. The fans hated they took forever, but they didn't care. They took, they took they'll, they'll drag a storyline. The whole Drusilla is really, and, and Neil and, and Malcolm, this whole thing. It went on forever, and went on for years. And they got they got flack for going too slow. Um, I think it's I think it's always been kind of a problem when it comes to soaps because everybody wants what they want. It's a problem with soaps. There's so many. It's an embarrassment of riches on soaps. Everybody wants that character is together, or these characters together, or that storyline to end, and this one to begin. And there's so many possibilities that now it's always been like, well, that's going too long, that's going too fast, that's going too slow. I think it's always been there. I mean, I think you know, we are a faster world now, but I think for soaps it's always been there on some level. About soap pacing. What do you think, Frank? I think soap pacing is one of the hardest things to get, mm-hmm. right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like James was saying, you could... It's very rarely, very rare that we ever see a storyline and go like, "That yes. went the exact right yes, amount true. of time that I wanted it to go." I agree. I agree. We're either we're more complaining about if it's too fast or it's too slow. Mm-hmm. We don't ever go, "Bravo, guys, you wrapped it up in just the right amount of time." Thank Cause, you. Because you know, also like with, with the whole Soraz syndrome, you know, sudden uh, soap opera sudden ra- aging, I'm raging aging syndrome. They just all of a sudden, there's kids that become they come back. They're 16 years old, like. <laughs> It's like, that's always going on too, right? And yes. people get upset about that, and some like it because they that want That never upset me. That actually is very you comical. Laugh, to you me. Laugh, it yeah. makes me laugh. I'm like, ooh, they went through college and everything. Now they grown. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when the little kid like Spencer, like when the next time we see Spencer, Spencer's going to be married. <laughs> <laughs> he going to have a family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, in fact, when we get to our new section, we will talk about a Soraz moment coming up. Oh, so, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, we've got that. But. In terms of the uh, the Nell storyline, I will say, and what I what, uh, to piggyback on what you were saying, James, one of the uh, storylines of I can't think of the long last time that I really have enjoyed Michael. Yes, I agree. They're giving, good, him some, they're giving him <laughs> right. Yeah. They're giving him some meaty stuff. But what is getting on my nerves about his storyline is he. <laughs> Again, with the camera, he always has these looks on his face like, da 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 da. Every time the camera's on his face, think about it. Every time the camera's left on his face, he always has that old school da 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 look on his face from the soaps. I'm like, dude, really? I can't. But I'll give it up for, for doing some good acting when he went to go propose to Nell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was stellar. I'll give him that. I will give him that. Like that's, you're seeing some of your mom's blood coming out of there right there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I saw that, too. So yeah, like, But I agree so, with you. Yeah. Finally, I was like, okay, I'm enjoying Michael. I'm enjoying him. They're showing yeah. that he's smart. Yes. They're now showing him. As somebody who's supposed to be running ELQ, I always kind of question that because yeah. he didn't always seem like the brightest crayon in the box. Mm-hmm. Right. But now they're showing that he's a little bit more savvy and a little bit more cunning than we thought he was, mm-hmm. which makes it which, – which, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it makes you believe that he actually is the son of Sonny and Carly yeah. and Jason like or AJ. Yeah. Like you, It makes you – you go, okay, I can believe that he belongs to any combination of these people because now he's starting to act like it, whereas before we weren't really seeing that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. We also get to see a little uh, a little heated t- tension there between uh, Nell and uh, 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 Chase. Chase. Uh, which is, and I feel like Chase has been a nice addition once we got re- got the reveal that he knew Nell from back in the right, past. Right, because for a minute he was getting on my nerves. Oh, yeah. He was just like clueless in the tritones. I'm like, what are you doing? He just he would just show up and he would always say something stupid, and I'm like, where is this going? Please let me know where this is going, or I'm going to feel some kind of way about him real fast. I'm sorry, I don't care. He's hot. <laughs> True. Uh, for me, no, seriously, for me, as soon as he came on the scene, I was like. You, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what dialogue you're saying. I don't know what scene you're in with. You're hot. I follow him on Instagram. He's always posting these pictures of himself half naked. <laughs> right. Uh, he's just, he is. I, I've heard some other things about him, whatever, but I think he's hot. Mm. Uh-uh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You're not going to say I heard some things about him, whatever, I heard, and let I, that slide. I, I heard that his affiliation politically may be different than mine. That's all I'll say there. Ah. That I may not like the affiliation of what he's into, but child people can always change their political affiliation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what I'm like, but I, yeah. <laughs> I love him. So I, I just stare. I, just, I stare at the screen. I'm just like, whatever you say, it's fine. Just whatever. Given what we saw, we learned about his history with yes. Nell or Janelle. It, it, it's more understanding about why he was such a, oh, yeah. a strict, a rigid person with the rules when he first came on mm-hmm. yes. with uh, with, with Mike everything. And yes. But I also kind of wish that it had been just a little bit. A little better executed when he first came on because it was seemed it was so over the top when it first came on. I'm like, oh, all right, but now yeah. with the backstory, it seems to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Oh, side note, no, Donnell Turner's still number one. Hashtag Johnell is still number one. The, the, me, you know, that, that's not changed. I'm just saying that. Also, Josh Swickert, who plays Chase, he's hot too. But you know me, Donnell Turner. That's my my my, my original <laughs> boo. Don't even don't even don't even, don't even try it. That's true. We're still there. Between him and, and Turner. Yeah, we don't, we're still buddies. Don't even get us started. We also oh, seem Lord. to see a little uh, bit between Nell and Jocelyn as well. Because Jocelyn, of course, yes. had that moment, I guess, you know, when things are going crappy, you kind of lash out. And maybe mm-hmm. one of the things you do is you start shoplifting. It could be something that the young kids, well, yeah, it, it does. <laughs> so you want to have something uh, that you feel like you're in control of. So I'm she kinda... does Nick. Yeah, I'm kind of loving her. I'm kind of loving that she's not whining about why her mother is such a mess anymore. That's what I'm really loving. I love that she stopped whining. I'm not loving the shoplifting thing. Like, her trying to get that sensor off of that bra. I was like, what are you doing, boo-boo? I work in retail. You can't pull those off. You can't. (laughs) You can't. And if you do, dye will fly all over your face. exactly. Blue dye at that. And and you can't wash it off. Like, it's it's just a lot going on. How do I know that? People are wondering and asking. (laughs) Let me tell you. I used to work in retail. And every once in a while, when a sensor would get stuck on some clothing and we'd have to pull it off and it wouldn't come off with the the thing that they let us take the sensor off with, Every once in a while, that dye will come out, and it's really hard to get off. You need the thing is either the thing that's you is a handheld, or the thing is inside you, and it's a magnet that takes it out. It's yeah, when I worked in retail, they didn't have a thing that's inside the counter. You had the handheld thing. Mm-hmm. You had to go click, click, and sometimes mm-hmm. the sensor would break, and you in yep. the handheld thing, it was a whole thing. But yes, anywho, I digressed. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, when you're a rich white girl with everything you need, of course you're going to, you know, turn to, you know, shoplifting when you're upset. That's well, too. of course. I mean, that's, sure, why not? you know, I mean, you people shoplift, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially yeah, at that yeah, age, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. a variety of reasons. But uh, what I can <laughs> yeah, see yeah. where is re-gifting that cologne when it's, like, partially used. I know. Like, oh, I spilled some of it. That was kind of foul. And I'm like, and I'm kind of like, Oscar didn't have enough common sense to say, have you opened this? <laughs> 
who was using this before me? Like, really? He was just happy that Josh gave him something. I'm like, oh, they're kids. They don't know anything. Child, please. These kids nowadays, they know when something's be re- uh, been re-gifted and used before, <laughs> and they will call you out on it. They be like, ew. Because <laughs> <laughs> if any of us, imagine, I, I know if I was given like a, a partially used bottle of cologne, I'm like, why, why, why would I be using this? Exactly. No, thank you. But what I loved was the look on Nell's face once she re- once it registered with her that it was the same cologne, and then mm. when it registered with her that Joss gave Oscar the cologne, mm. then she realized that Joss lied to her about that. Mm-hmm. And if Joss lied to her about that, then what else was Joss oh, lying yeah. about? Oh, Nell's and come I'm for like, her. I, I'm hoping that she don't. I'm hoping that when she finally do come for somebody, that she don't come for Joss. Like, I hope she comes for, like, Michael or somebody else. I hope she don't come for Joss, because poor little Joss won't be able to defend herself. So we think, but she's Carly's yeah, daughter. Yeah, so you never know, right? She's Carly's daughter, mm-hmm. so you never know. You never know. Uh, speaking of Carly, yes. we get to spend a lot of time with her in Ferncliff. <laughs> Who's in room 22? <laughs> uh, and we get to see Jason get fired. But the, the one thing I want to ask you two about first, mm-hmm. as we're discussing this, mm-hmm. is the, the scene between uh, Carly and Kevin as they really break down what the connection is between Jason and Carly. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that scene between them. I did, that. too. That was, that was a good reveal into her psyche, actually. I really enjoyed that. Because she realized, I think in that moment, she realized that she, and she didn't come straight out and say this, but her love for Sonny may not be as infinity as she thinks. Like, her love really is for Jason. So I'm thinking maybe they're kind of setting us up for them to get together a little bit. Maybe. No, I don't think it's crap. I don't think it's, I think it's you don't I, think? No, I think that's the whole point. I think the thing is they, they started out, she like she said she tried to get him to love her like, like that way, and it and didn't And it work. didn't happen, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so they're just, I mean, too, I think that they're, they're just, they're such, I mean, they're, they're best friends. They they just, they're, they're codependent. They Child, can't. never never say never. That's I just, what I'm I just, saying. I, I think the end game will be J. Sam, of course. That's the end game for General Hospital. That's right. the end game. I um, love them, but you never. But, say but that's the end game. I so I just think they just really want to show that Carly and Jason will do anything for each other because they literally will do. And he blindly does stuff for her. He loves her for whatever reason. He just loves her completely. I, I, I can see. There's some best friends are like that. I mean, like, that's, that's believable. Yeah, and you said who's in that room? I heard a rumor that it's Morgan in that room. There is a, there is stuff going on. Ryan, but, uh, but he's already put out on Instagram that he's going to be at another show on ABC, yes. uh, Grand Hotel or something like that. That don't, that don't mean they can't have somebody else play Morgan. That is true, true, but that's I feel true. like we would have probably heard about a recast at this point. But that's not to say mm-hmm. that it can't happen, though. Right? No, I don't think so. I, they might they yeah. might actually have that one kept under wraps because they know people are talking about it. I think it's I think it's Ryan Kevin's twin. I've, I've I've been thinking that as well too, uh, which or is it, is it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. And, who's, yeah. yeah, and that's Ryan. But the, the thing is, like, then that makes me think: How long would Kevin have been in that room? Because Ryan knows a lot of details about, especially like you know, with Jason. Like when he says, like, when I was first reading Jason, I never thought he'd be able to make uh, you know a human connection or show a real human emotion. So like, if that's the case, and that's a long time that they may have had the tables reversed. Had before. It's not, it's not anything that far fetched. You know, but I'm not, Ke- Dr. Kevin is giving me the creeps a little bit. Yeah, exactly. He's kind of creepy, which makes me think that it's, <laughs> it's not him, that it, that it might be the twin. And I'm just like, but how is that going to play out? And and what I really am intrigued by but hate at the same time is how he's kind of playing Carly like a fiddle to a certain extent. He's kind of playing on her insecurities. And I'm like, and I'm not quite sure what the reasoning is for that because he has no intention to help that Kevin has no intention of helping her get out of Ferncliff. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't, I mean, because well, it's not Kevin, it's some, it's the other one. I'm, I'm, yeah, but that's depending on how long this has been. This could, if 
Kevin has been the real one in room 22 for the longest time. This is Ryan slash Kevin that is married to Laura that has been involved in a lot of other stuff. So he... He's he's if he's been in that case in all the storylines, we never thought he was creepy with Laura at all. It's only no. been recently that we started having those heebie-jeebie feels about. Because him. just like anybody, anybody that's trying to hide something or hide part of their personality, they can only do it for so long, and then they start to let they draw a show, and you get to see them for who they really are. And I think that's what's happening with that character. It's funny that people are like Ryan died in '90s, and. It's we a soap opera. It's I mean, a soap I'm, I'm opera, like, child. People die all the time. Exactly. I'm like, and? I'm like... <laughs> we she thought had, Duke was dead. Yeah, right, we, exactly. We thought Duke was dead. We thought Luke was dead. Right. They had Laura in the institution. Right. We didn't know oh, what so happened Oh, so said that her. Luke was, was, what, yeah. Duke was gone 25 years and came back. Duke came back. I mean... Child, it's a soap opera. They bring people back from 100 years ago. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. They brought Helena Cassidyne back three times. Right. <laughs> Faison uh, was presumed dead. Anna was presumed dead. Robert was presumed dead. Everybody on that Robin, Carly. that's been on that more than 20 years yeah. has been dead at one point or another. They Sonny, have, Brenda, <laughs> all of them. They've all been dead. All been dead. <laughs> yeah, Brenda. They killed Brenda. Here come Brenda. I was like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I would agree with you, Carly. Maybe the reason that we are starting to see that is that for uh, an unfortunate series of events, Carly's placed right next to what could be his brother in mm-hmm. room 22. So maybe that's the thing that's setting him off. Mm-hmm. Like having somebody so close to this big dark secret. That he's going to find that he he's a, I think he might be afraid that she's going to find out who's over there because they keep everybody keeps telling her to not engage and that's like telling Carly not to breathe. You know she if you tell her not to do something she's going to do the exact opposite. I thought it was actually I was like funny smart girl get on that phone really quick and look up Morse code. Because I was like I was so glad when she did that. I was like Yes, let's find out what he's trying to say. And she found out it was SOS. I'm like, yes, girl, thank you. And then the phone back off. You know, um, I'm going to need, she's going to get busted with that phone. Well, she is. She's always touching it. Because she's, Stop doing, touching she's it. doing too much. Every every two seconds, she going to the phone. It's like she's got phone-itis or something. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, leave it alone. Put the phone down. Put the phone down, girl. <laughs> what I like, though, is that when it's always great that as somebody leaves a room, that's when the knocking starts. But then, like, she figures out, like, it's SOS. Like, all right, buddy, whoever you are in the other room, move on from the SOS. Right. We got it. We got it. You need help. <laughs> you need help. We got it. Give us something else to work with. Oh. Right? Uh, now, of course, communicating, folks. I mean, we're talking about SOS and Morse code. But, you know, we're a modern society. There are many other ways. If you want to get in touch with us or show us that you love us, uh, there's something that you can do. And James Law Jr. has got more to say about that. Yes, I do. This thing is far away from me. Hey, After Buzzers. I do radio, so I'm like, need on me. Hey, After Buzzers. Here's a network. We produce after shows for nearly, you know, for all your favorite TV shows, drama, sci-fi, reality TV, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve you when it comes to television fans. But we need your help now, okay? So listen to me carefully. We're asking you to please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Now, we have all our YouTube channels start out After Buzz TV. We start out After Buzz. And then it's After Buzz Dramas, which you'll find this one, or After Buzz Comedy, After Buzz Sci-Fi, After Buzz Reality. So they're all different sections. But we're asking you, because we're on a drama network, we are After Buzz TV Drama. We are under General Hospital After Show. So I, I want you guys to remember that. And all of, and all of our soap block is on there. So Restless Rap and... Um, Addition to Hayes, both are on there under Days of Our Lives After Show and under Young and Restless After Show. Uh, what it's going to do for us is going to help us um, a ton. Here's what you're in for: it's each network, well, each network, each um, specific category caters to specific content that you already like. That's directly for you. It brings to you your favorite after shows all in one place. You don't have to look for them because it can be a little confusing. It also it suggests you do content from other channels and podcasts from our network that you may, they may interest you because since they're all separated now. 
it'll, it'll tell you, you should check out this channel with this. So I say go down and start clicking all the likes on all the AfterBuzz channels. Um, so subscribe to YouTube channels. It'll help you discover new shows that you think you'll love. And again, this is under AfterBuzz TV Dramas. And just remember, we have, we have other channels, other genres in there, too. Also, don't worry about the notifications because they are optional. You can turn them off or turn them on, so you don't have to worry about that. So it's easy. Just hit that subscribe button now for an easier AfterBuzz experience. And if you let us know what you did in the comments, if this is for General Hospital, GH Reports, um, they'll shut you out in the air. I won't be here, but they'll shut you out in the air, possibly. Thank you for being the best fans on Earth, and we promise to continue to do our best to serve you. That's right, folks. And you know what? You've not lived until you've got your own personal shot out from Carla. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's thoughtful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So make sure. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to do a shout out right now for mm-hmm. Michael B., okay. who is one of the people that lives in the chat room over at Black Tomatoes, and he came over to oh. After Buster GH report. So thank you, Michael B. Everybody. Love you much. We know Michael B. He's, he's, a, he's a regular. Carla, you need to do a little bit more than that. I, I, mean, I really built that up. I mean, Michael B. know I love him. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He got it. He got me. We here. We here, Michael B., right? Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> got it. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've got uh, our own first addition to the LBGTQ community yes. this week with uh, Liz, an old friend of Liz, coming back into town, uh, wanting uh, to uh, catch up. Terry. Terry. back into town. Well, uh, The part that I didn't like first, and we'll get into it, is that <laughs> I'm sick and tired of... Franco's insecurity just gets so irritating to me. Anytime somebody's brought up, that, oh, that I was, agree. That, I agree with that. That was a low life. But now I'm curious to see what you think about the terrier. Okay, so I was living for us to talk about this because. 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 I love the fact that when Elizabeth was talking to Franco about Terry, she was talking about how they were so tight when they were kids and they did everything together <laughs> and how Terry would wait for her at the locker, yada, 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 right? So you're expecting this hunky Terry to show up at the door. And when Homegirl opens that door and it's this gorgeous woman, <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, General Hospital, y'all got me on that one. General Hospital got me on that one. I was like, are we going to do transgender on GH? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. I can't wait to see how this going to play out. Right, okay, so Frizz fans already hate me anyway, so I don't care. I don't care about Frizz. I don't give two Fs about them. I, I don't care about their wedding. But here's the deal. This, sort, this part of the storyline that I do like, I'm liking the new edition of Terry. I think it's going to be very intriguing, and why not? It's 2018. But I also like, I said I'm liking the whole Drew Franco becoming friends. I like that part of the storyline. I actually really like how awkward it is and how, it's, to me, it's, it totally works. And both actors are so good at it. I mean, they're so good at it. I'm loving this kind of awkwardness because they are, reluctantly, they're kind of like, they're friends. And he said, I'm your friend. I'm liking that part of it. I just wish I liked, I cared about the relationship with friends. I just don't. No, I would agree. And we talked about this a little last week, mm-hmm. too. It's just how Franco cannot take no for an answer when mm-hmm. Liz says, don't touch, you know, just just please don't reach out to just my family. Just stay out of my right. business. Right. right. Yeah. And he just won't stop pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm like, geez, Franco, will you relax? Right. He can't do it. It's, I, I, I'm feeling like it's just not in his nature. He's too insecure. But see, I like when Franco, like, well, I'm going to talk about it yet, of course, but Franco and Ava, I love that conversation. Yes. I, I love, I say, I, the thing is, I love the actor, Roger Howarth, and I love, I, and I don't mind Franco as a character. I just don't like him and Liz together, so I'm not excited <laughs> for the wedding. And I, you guys can save your tweets, I don't care. Well, <laughs> I just don't. I mean, you guys already yelled at me and called me names. I don't, I don't care. I just don't like them. But I like the character of Franco, and I like him when he reacts, interacts with other people. I like, I like those kind of interactions. 
I guess, but I'm also wondering, like, with Franco, we've kind of solved the biggest mystery about his past. Uh, I kind of uncovered all that. We don't really, uh, he does the art therapy, but he doesn't really pursue the, the more artistic side of himself. So all it really just seems to be about is now this... This wedding. This wedding. I'm like, just, yeah. And now whatever might be bubbling up between uh, Ava and uh, Franco and the whole Kiki... So I like that. So I'm, all, I'm all about that. I'm on board with that. Yeah, I, li- I like the whole Kiki storyline. Somebody in the chat room mentioned, what if what if Franco ends up falling, <laughs> falling for Terry? How that might... <laughs> but what if you know, Terry stra- falls for Franco? Yeah. A stranger things have happened. True, so sure, that, that's that, true. that could actually be a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, completely. Um, no, I, you know... Oh, so you guys agree with me. Oh, thank you. Um, is he, uh, James is giving zero Fs tonight. I am. It's Shady Sunday. Um... <laughs> But no, I mean, seriously, I'm like, there's certain storylines, I'm like, whatever. But I like, I like pieces of it. I like Franco with other people. And him and, when him and Ava talk, they're coming from a place of being these kind of former villains, so to speak. Trying to reform themselves on some level to, for respectability, but they keep getting drawn back in to, like, wanting to do things the way they used to do them. Like they used to was. And I love that kind of, I love those conversations. I love it. I think it's, it's, it's so realistic to me. I love it. <laughs> when you said used to, used to whatever used to that was, honey, that was, I was watching the news the other day and somebody said, one of the comments, commentators said yesterday night. I'm like, you couldn't just say last night. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> night. When you said that, that's what it reminded it me of. Used to like, was. You couldn't just say last night, like yesterday night. Like what, what journalism school did you go to? Anyway, I digress. Yes. I want, I want to see. I, I, I really want to finish having this storyline with, with, with Dr. Bench and Kiki and all that stuff. I want to finish seeing that play out because that one young lady was about to come forward yes. with Michael and then she kind of bit her tongue. Francesca. Yes. Francesca. And yes. then she bit her tongue and, and didn't do it. And I'm like, no, girl, go in. Speak your truth. Let us know what's happening. And then she didn't well, do it. She did do it with Alexis. Yes. So, I mean, I guess that's more... Somewhat more important than, than doing it with one of the members of the, the, the board of the hospital. Yeah, but then Kiki was standing there. And then she, I don't know how I felt about that, because she saw Kiki standing there, and then she kind of doubled back. And then she said to Kiki, I appreciate the fact that, you, you know, that you stood up for what you believe in, but then you didn't want to, like, tell your truth in front of her. I don't know how I felt about that. Like, I'm like, mm. Yeah, and then she goes to Alexis. I'm like, mm, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if she's a setup. And she was another one lurking in the corners at General Hospital Very last true. week. So I'm like, what are you doing? Well, uh, of course, we get, we get the. It looks like it's going to be heading to trial on this. Yes. And mm. you can't have Doctor Bench just going. Well, you know, you know, you can't uh, defend yourself in court. You got to have a lawyer. And so, yes. who are you going to go to? When you've got yeah a crappy situation you need to get out of it, and you're kind of a, a greasy, kind of slimy dude. I love it. You go to Scotty Baldwin. Of course, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we did play uh, with expectations on Scotty for that moment where he cut away when he's first approached, and we don't see him again until yes. he's talking to Ava and Franco, and it makes it seem like, of course, Scotty would be the guy that would take this case. Yes. Didn't isn't he? Isn't that character supposed to be not the character, but isn't the actor that's supposed that plays that character supposed to be leaving the show? So is this going to be his big hurrah? I thought he said goodbye. Now you all say back on. Yes, <laughs> kind of like you with the GH okay. report. <laughs> Pop it occasionally when I feel like True. it. No, but him so, totally. That's me. Me and Ken Schreiner just do what we want. Do what we want. <laughs> That was me. I'm like, I'm back, I'm gone, I'm back, I'm gone. I saw him in the hallway. He's like, can I join you? I'm like, of course, yeah, you so can, can join can us. Come on in. Well, but yeah, I thought Kim Rogers, I thought Kim Rogers said goodbye to everybody on, on Twitter. It was yeah. like, bye, I'm done. And Remember? Yeah. I saw that. And that happened, but then once I saw him back for the nurse's ball, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like, I thought you were gone. So, which, yeah. I, I mean, that's great, because I'll take any Kim Rogers. Oh, me too. I love oh, me him. Too. Me too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oh, shading too. him. Yeah, I no, love no, him. No, no, no. But, but I was like, I thought you had retired or something. No, they let him go. I guess not. Yeah, but no, I guess he's here. 
so we do get the idea that Ava and Franco have. It's like, you know what? Hey, why don't you reconsider Dr. Bench's offer? Take his case and then tank it from within. <laughs> you're so good. At, you're so good at it. They're like, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a way to get him to do it. Uh, I, I, I can only see this, especially since it was a, a, a little uh, hatching of Ava and Franco, that this will go terribly wrong. Of course, I was going to go wrong. I was going to go wrong. Well, where is Diane doing all of this? I, there's no way Diane would have taken this. Oh case. no, she wouldn't have taken it. No, no she's too way. feminist. She wouldn't take it. And I think I'm just brought... saying, she's going to be in the courtroom? What's up? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, need, love... I need to see Diane make a guest appearance. We I love, love Diane. We show. love our Carolyn Hennessy. We love her. So any, love any, any, any time she's on screen. I love when she shows up because those one-liners that they give her oh, are she's just brilliant. Great. I love it. She, yeah, she's the bomb. We love her. <laughs> they do. They give her the best lines ever. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other great storylines that happened this week that you just feel like you want to touch on real quick. No, oh, hello. That... The, was, was that last week or this week? Dante's gone. Oh, that's right. We oh, got that, that was this week. So, I was yes. like, bye. Yeah, that was. You could definitely see like the. It was kind like, of you know very anticlimactic. It was. It was like it was like he had that he had a scene with Lulu. He had a scene with with Sunny, and that was it. Yeah. I was like, well, uh-huh. I feel like it becomes like very much like the the Frisco, where you have this character say goodbye because the actor is leaving, yeah. but that character can still exist. Yeah, and it could very easily wait six, six months, and you could definitely recast it. I don't mm-hmm. feel like. While uh, Dominic is a great actor, I yeah. don't feel like with Dante that if they recast it, I would be offended. Yeah, me either. I yeah, agree. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset about that. I agree. But I, just, I thought. But I just thought the actor deserved a better send off. That's just me. Yeah, I he felt been on like for a long time. He'd been on there for a while, and I just felt like. Yeah, I agree with you. I felt like you know they could have given him a better like because it literally was he had that scene with Lulu, <laughs> yes. he had that scene with Sunny. Bye. He was gone, and then the next time you heard anything about Dante, somebody asked Lulu yeah. about Dante. I yeah. think at the baby shower, yes, and she was did. like, "Oh, he's da da da." I'm like, "Really? That's it? That's all we get? Okay, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of fine. That's all we get. Well, and, and like his uh, the really quick 180 they had him do about because when he went in on Lulu about her journalism oh, yes. career like oh you know what maybe it made me realize that you know I should be out there helping people too I'm like what huh Cause you I are... didn't see that coming oh, yeah. did you see that coming well I also didn't like the way we tried to set up that scene super fast to show that really out of context flashback about <laughs> Dante rescuing Lulu out of the water yeah. I'm like mm. oh thanks for reminding us of that yeah, I was mm. like what it was like that puppy side to the head thing I'm like what but at no time did they even show like the, the, the bad guy like if no. you're gonna name check that bad guy as the reason you're doing this, we didn't even see him in that flashback. No, we didn't. At all. So I'm like, uh, all right, snooze. <laughs> so snooze. Yeah. So uh, I was like, next. But like, bye, Dante. Have a nice life. Lante was not my thing anyway. I'm like, Ugh. good night. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say about that. It's but you know I feel like much like you were saying with some other characters, James. Like Dante, like with Franco, like uh, Franco and Liz don't really care. Dante and Lulu, I really don't care. But Dante with other characters. Yes. I do enjoy it. I did like Dante with other characters. Like, I oh. love seeing Dante in scenes with Sonny. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Dante in... I really love seeing Dante in scenes with, with Mike. Yes. Those yes. scenes I really, really enjoyed. I love seeing Dante in scenes with Michael. Those were mm-hmm. nice scenes, too. I, even, yeah. even him and Carly, him him dealing with... Um, even with him and, and Chase, getting to know each other and all yep. that kind of stuff. Him and... and we liked him and, and Nathan... I mean, like, when, when he, and I love the scenes when he was, like, when he would get upset, and he would, like, to try to defend whoever he was loving. Like, he, he finally got impassioned about certain things. I was like, well, yeah, this guy can act. Okay, this is good. But I mean, this is some good, they, they didn't give him any meaty material, really. Like, it's since the beginning. It was like, 
Yeah, I don't think there was a whole lot of chemistry happening between him and this girl that was playing Lulu. I think there was with Julie Marie Berman. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I never really got the chemistry with them. I got the chemistry with him and the other girl that was playing Lulu very much so, but not so much with this one. And it's so just to see that scene a couple days prior when he and Chase were starting to go back over the case and reinvestigate some of the aspects of it. I was like, I was really digging that. Me too. Right, Right. me too. And then it just went like, And then it went (laughs) bye-bye. For him to be so concerned, like, look out for Michael, right? Okay, well, I got to go. Like, what? All right. And that's the other thing. So who's going to – so now who at the PCPD is going to be looking out for Michael? Now that Dante's He asked um, Chase. Chase do that. My yeah, Ch- Chase is too busy dealing with Janelle. <laughs> he got time. He <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> got a little sexy in yeah, there for a could, second. He could work it out. Sure. Somebody said they right. would that you were turning them on today. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thank you. I'm glad I could do that for you. Oh no! And there he goes back into the bike again. There you go. Okay, Hello. and we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh, real quick, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, as we're talking about, uh, we do have a, another Sorez uh, casting yes, news. Yes, we do. Here. A little news update. After uh, Elizabeth's son Cameron going through a rapid aging syndrome right there. Uh, Finally. Now going to be played by Kate uh, Cade McWatt. It's going to be the right. new Cameron. Uh, okay. Looking at a potential kind of th- uh, third member of a triangle for uh, Oscar and Jocelyn. Hmm. I'm trying to about think. That. Cameron is not related to either. Okay. So we're sure yes. who's related to whom. They're not related to any of them. Okay. Mm-mm. But that is a huge jump up in, in age. Yes. Yep. We just talked about that, so see, it yes, is see? possible. It happens all the time. Yes, Where, yes. And all of a sudden, you're like, all right, you know, I saw Cameron hanging out with like Franco and Drew, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, boom, hey, Jocelyn, what's up? Yeah, like three months ago. DMs. Yeah, like three months ago, he's he was like ten, and, now, yeah, and exactly. now he's nineteen. Like, mm-hmm. what? All right. <laughs> so uh, get ready for that hot casting news. And then, of course, we've got the Cassandra James as we're talking about. She's playing Terry. Yes, uh, yes, a transgender actor uh, in this role. So that'd I, be love really cool. I, yeah. love I love it. I love that. Uh, but uh, with our rapid minutes, uh, quickly oh, yeah. dwindling away, we could do a few rapid-fire predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I mean, first, we have to go to James Lott Jr. I mean, this is the man that, you know, that started it all, <laughs> who's got his pulse on everything GH. <laughs> we know that he's got thoughts and opinions and speculation about where these storylines could be t- going. James Lott Jr. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, well, I think it's, what I think was going to happen is um, Nelson going to get birth. That's because going to go through the whole thing there. And then her come of it will happen. And Michael will get the baby. Yeah, that, that is because that is the one storyline I thought we would get. But with Chloe leaving the show, I thought it was we were going to next to go into the custody battle. So I think we'll have that. I think, I think something's going to happen to her. Something's going to happen. She's going to get her come up at somehow. And Chase is going to be a part of it. He's going to finally be able to connect it together. And they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna all, it's like this big umbrella. They're all going to try to, they're all trying to get her. It's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. But I think. He's going to be a father. He's going to be a young father with a child. Do you think uh, odds are that uh, Nell survives? Yes. Okay. But she's just... put away somewhere. I think she'll be put away. I don't know that she'll survive. I don't mm. I don't know that she'll survive. They kill, they kill a lot on the show. They do kill people a lot on the show. I think maybe she'll have the kid and she'll she'll die in childbirth. Would be the cleanest way to get rid of her. Well, so I think they're going to put her, put her in front cliff. That could be, uh, yeah. Because be. you're a crazy bitch. That's true. She's <laughs> crazy. Uh, is, that a, is that a character that six months down the road from now that you would want to see recast or maybe even a year? No. No? No. Okay. I don't ever need to see Janelle, Nell, any incarnation of that 
ever again. <laughs> ever. But if she does live and she does end up in, say, Franklin or elsewhere, that is low-hanging fruit in terms of oh, something yeah. to do with Michael at any point. At any point. To be able to bring that character back. They can't seem to write for Michael for some reason. So everyone who's there either dies or gets sent away. So they can't see it <laughs> except for Kiki. He's the only one that's still around. Everybody else is dead. You know, and now that I think about what I just said about her dying during childbirth, that would give her character empathy and give right. her empathy on the show. And I don't want her to have empathy. No. <laughs> At all, right. in any shape, form, or fashion. What do you think, Frank? Uh, I think this, uh, as we're talking about the uh, the Franco Ava idea of having Scotty tank the Doctor Bench case is going to blow up in their oh, face, yeah. and it's not a matter of when, uh, if, but when the uh, the Kiki Griffin thing comes out, and then we're going to oh, watch no. uh, Ava's skull uh, just crack it's open. Gonna oh my explode. god! It's going to explode. Just it's going to explode. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh. But who is she, who do you think she's gonna go off on the most? Her daughter or him? Griffin, Griffin first. Oh yes, yeah. she'll be pissed at Kiki, but oh, yeah. Griffin will get the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Suffer I can't all that wait. Rap. I need to see the old Ava come back because this this whitewash. Hey. Ooh, I can't. <laughs> this whitewash <laughs> version of Ava. She, ooh, I, she is not doing it for me at all. Just opening the doors for that Ava and Scotty union. That we oh, I know. Wanted. I'll take it. I'll take that one. I love them. I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, James, I want to ask you real quick about the uh, one of my favorite uh, Scotty moments yes. was just over in the nurse's ball. As crazy as that Ava's song was, and just like so weird that that happened. But when it finishes, that Scotty, they have that close-up of him, and he gets up and he does a standing O. Oh, that was just beautiful. It, it was. It was. He's her friend. Yep. He's her Big, friend. Biggest supporter. They deserve yes. each other. Carly, yes. quick prediction for you? Um... I think I said all I wanted to say about that. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, there's going to be some uh, throat punching coming, though. Get ready throat for punching. that. I'm Carla. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. We've we're, we've made it to the end again, and we couldn't have done it without the help of the one, the only, the <laughs> often imitated, never duplicated, <laughs> James Black Jr. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Thanks for having me, you guys. And you guys out there, thanks again very much. You can follow me at James Lott Jr. on all social media platforms. Our sister network is Black Hollywood Live. My show tomorrow, I'm having Darcel, which was the lead dancer from Solid Gold. So, you 70s and 80s folks, it's going to be good. I have some good clips tomorrow from the 80s. It's going to be good. <laughs> the look on your face is priceless, Frank. Solid Gold. I used to watch it every Saturday. I used to watch it. And I'm Carla Renata. You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. And do not forget, if you are a movie lover, pop on over to Black Hollywood Live on Sundays at 5 o'clock with me and Scott Menzel as we talk everything movies on Black Tomatoes. Awesome. I'm a movie lover, and you don't let me watch that show at all. You've never watched it. Wow. That's cool. Wow. Uh, All right, folks. uh, As always, again, thanks for liking us, uh, watching the show. Uh, Like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up while you're there. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, but, you know, why would you do that when you've got these two incredibly talented people to follow instead? (laughs) But, you know, if you've got nothing else better to do, I'm at Happy Go Jackie. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here next week. Fingers crossed. (laughs) I say that before I even check with Carla to make sure. Uh, Right here on After Buzz TV. Bye, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.